you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Listen, baby, no one else can do what you're doing to me. You take me, you hold me, you rock me out, baby. And I love you for that, baby. You won't Dustin Ross at his <laughs> birthday party this past weekend. Thank you to everyone who attended. <laughs> That's right. It's my my R&B debut. Okay. Uh, yeah. So shout out to the real Burnell V. The, they coming to get me for playing that clip at the top of the show. Uh, shout out to the real Burnell out of New Orleans. Uh, was on American Idol. Uh, sings all over uh, the world and shit. Yeah, but that was him riffing a raspy. You know, I love a raspy vocal, right? So that was him and riffing. I love it, <laughs> yeah, and I love it. yeah, <laughs> crank it. You know what I'm saying? So he was ripping that motherfucking vocal at Vogue Lounge out in uh, New Orleans. Shout out to Super Sense. Shout out to Ted. Um, but they were all in there on camera recording that performance, and he was ripping it. The energy was right. I love a club moment, a highlight. And uh, I just wanted to share it with y'all because for a minute it felt like you was in. You could see you, you smell weed smoke in your hair, didn't you, for a second? It felt like yeah. I was there and I actually felt ashamed that I didn't know the song. I was like, damn, this is going. Everybody is vibing. Everybody is in it. Happening. I didn't yeah. know what was happening, but I wished I did. They was like, I love you. And everybody was jigging and vibing onto it. I was they like, were. ooh. It's a moment. And that's because that was, he was singing, Wild, That's Why I Love You So Much by Monica. And that song is basically New Orleans and took that wow. song over. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't, I didn't put that together mm-hmm. until you did. See, and you love me for that, baby. That's right. <laughs> so uh, shout out to the real Vernell, and I love you for that, friend. <laughs> and with that being said, 
Welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look into all things for that baby. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Oh my God. All hey, right. friend. That mm-hmm. lifted my spirits. I need to that. Hear was it. It. <laughs> Look at Sante's hair. You saw he said. And now you love me for that baby. Yes. Oh, yes. OMG. Okay. <laughs> a gift that keeps on gifting. Yeah. Now, when Monica pull that gun, when Monica get together on y'all, don't say that because she ain't going to point it at me. Okay. <laughs> She loves me for no, that baby. I know Monica's version. <laughs> <laughs> now, That's y'all, all I'm saying. Now when Monica say, now when Monica say y'all play with her, uh, y'all played on her top. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, he didn't. All right. So y'all ready to jump into this week's black business? Oh wait, no, Dustin. Happy belated happy birthday. birthday! Happy belated birthday! <laughs> Thank you Dustin. so much. You looked amazing. I hella wish that I could be there with y'all. You look so good in your suit Thank and your you so much, and your friend. frames and your cake and just Thank the whole you. vibe. How did you feel? Was it a good weekend? I had. Beyond a good weekend, um, my friends really went above and beyond, like to make me feel loved. I mm-hmm. felt so damn good. I had an amazing um, private party that was a surprise. My friends planned everything, so, uh, so we was up in the sky in this big ass. It literally looked like we was at the Jeff. The hotel room looked like the Jeffersons' apartment. Okay, <laughs> it was rooms it was everywhere so and shit. All of New York City pulled up. So it was just so much love in the room. Sunday, I had an amazing brunch that they played to. Um, full of like love. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of love in the room. Um, I felt so good. So I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm full. And I was so, so happy. Super grateful. So thank you, Frank. Thank you, uh, Fury. Thank, thank you, Neff. Thank you, Gary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. They showed up and, and I had a... It was just an amazing weekend. So, yes. Great and birthday. And you looked it. I'm glad Thank you had you a so good much. birthday. Welcome Thank to your new world. Thank you, right. <laughs> it's a new one. You know what I'm saying? It's so new I, everything. It is. I never thought that I would be this age. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew, you know you get there, but you just didn't know you are going to be that age until you are. So whatever, it is what it is. It's I'm still grateful. feeling hella. It, it kind of reminds me now, especially looking back, how much pressure you remember when you put so much pressure on yourself for turning 30 you're like yes god my yes. life isn't where i thought it was gonna be and you think back now like that shit was a baby my, and i'm with sure we're gonna feel the same way shit, my 30s was the best years of my life for sure Definitely. you know what i'm I could saying say that too and so, so far we should yeah. say so far because well, i think this is gonna be an i'm a realist about to be. you know what i'm saying <laughs> <Not> <laughs> i'm that a realist man. You don't so, know that you though. Know. You could end up having a crazy decade in the forties because we're Hell so yeah. much. We're so stable now. The kind of people we're pulling in is just different. You know, I think yeah. it's gonna be good. I agree, and I welcome that. You know, what I'm saying I do welcome it, but I just, you know, I have to accept things. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> But no, I'm grateful, and I can finally tell motherfuckers, yeah, you hoes better hope you make it. You know what I'm saying? I can finally <laughs> say that. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then I heard one of the funniest jokes I heard in my life, y'all. Was I was it? watching, I was scrolling past some shit. Lonnie Love, shout out to Lonnie Love. She was on stage uh, doing stand-up, and she's like, you got to love yourself. She's like, fuck that. She's like, I don't care. Love everything. About you. you You got a big-ass nose. Take a whole bunch of side profile pictures that she did like this. 
<laughs> and when I tell you, I was dying. I'm like, this with this hearing this joke was the moment I needed. Like it set the tone for my whole weekend. Because I took a whole Only bunch you. of side profile pictures. That was my energy. Okay. So it was and a great moment. All cute. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, thank so, you so much. And I love you. that all our birthdays are like in that one little They just come back to back. Little to back. time frame, right? Back to back. Exactly. To back. Exactly. And Crystal was talking about how me, you, and her are all having the same experience this year. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, we like, are. <laughs> we just had, it was just... Big transitions this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, shout mm-hmm. out. Thank you, everybody, mm-hmm. like, that came through and just... I just felt so good. Thank you, everybody, for every text message, every fucking tweet, everything. Everything mm-hmm. was great. So, I'm very happy. Thank you. Yay, we and love now you. now it's back to business. Birthday. Thank right? you. I love back you all, to too. Work. Yes. So speaking of back to business, I want to shout out at Driven32 for putting us on. She tweeted the Friendzone Twitter, which is at Pod if you're not following already. And she put <laughs> us on to a black woman-owned tutoring company called Launch Reading Tutoring. And it was created by Erica Hodges Fox, a former Mississippi teacher. Launch Reading provides virtual academic tutoring support to K through sixth grade students On their bio, they say, we are here to enrich or close gaps in reading and math, and they can customize lessons to ensure that they're meeting the needs of your child. They do everything from reading to math to writing. Um, I was actually looking for a tutor for one of the kids in my life, too, recently that's kind Mm -hmm. of falling behind on their work. And it really is kind of overwhelming trying to find it because tutors nowadays prefer to work virtually obviously you know mm-hmm. stepping into people's homes is a different ball game considering the world we're in now right. um and, and then even nasty. just trusting it and people are nasty <laughs> but even just trusting it you know like so much comes into having this stranger come and build this connection with the child in your life so mm-hmm. it's a lot to consider it was kind of a blind spot for me so it was nice to hear that this is like a black woman owned you know mississippi i love that schooling yeah so for pricing emails, go to Launch Reading. That's L A U N C H R E A D I N G at gmail.com. If you want to check their Instagram account, it's Instagram.com slash launch reading. And thank you again to at Driven32 for throwing us uh, that loop. Apparently, it's a friend of hers and she wanted to put that out there. So thank you. Thank you oh, very much. And thank you, Driven32. I thought when you said that, I thought Kiki Wyatt had tweeted us. Because, you know, she going to be driving 32 uh. all the motherfucking kids, family members she got. So I, so I was like, damn, Kiki Wyatt, and it's a tutor. So I thought it made sense, but it's not her. No, no, no. This is dope. And hopefully those of you uh, that your kids need a little bit more support and then from a, yeah. a face that looks like their own, which is extra helpful. So definitely check that out. And that's the Black Business of the Week. You guys ready to jump into the recap segment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last week's episode title, Ye Old Mess, (laughs) thanks Dustin, (laughs) he shared the toe-cracking tales of Maggie and Kate Fox of Hydesville, New York. As always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out to uh, everybody, actually. A lot of people stood out to me. But real quick, just just shout out to Miss Jen in uh, the SoundCloud streets. We read your, I read your comment. I'm not going to share on the show, but take a note for that because that'll be a great episode, whether Fran or Dustin or I decide to pick that up because that's going to be amazing. But uh, outside of that, I wanted to go behind the uh, paywall here on Patreon. And 
I wanted to choose Kendrick Crawford, who says, I die a happy man if Fran did a Wednesday wind down high. <laughs> now, I just threw that out there because that is just funny that uh, you would throw that out there. But it's just I, funny. We had a wild episode I last week. I don't know how, um, <laughs> how much I would contribute to the wind down. I'm not as functional as I mean, my if you just licked the lollipop here. a couple times don't knock it till before, you try it. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe you know what? <laughs> maybe for the next one, I, I will do that. I, I will only take two licks. I know my limit now, but let's see what happens. And give, then give considering the guest, <laughs> considering the guest we're going to have. Oh, yep. yeah. Exactly. You know what? I'm down. Let's Boom. do it. Boom. There you go, Kendrick. <laughs> Thanks for your comment. Fran, what did you find out there in them screets? <laughs> and I have to say, I have never received so many inquiries about a lollipop in my life. <laughs> the amount. Okay. All I saw on the subject line was lollipop, inc- you know, lollipop name, la da da lollipop <laughs> all throughout my thing. I love y'all. Y'all are so funny. But I actually stepped into the Twitter streets where Roger. So you stepped into the shade room. Hey, it's like for, hey, I'm stepping to the shade room. <laughs> I love you, you know why. So Roderick, <laughs> Roderick on Twitter said, you can't 15 even pull it. <laughs> Lord, help me. Okay. Go ahead. Asante's hand. <laughs> Roderick Jesus. on Twitter said $1,500 in 1888 was worth $44,797.26 today. Remember when you were saying how mm-hmm. that's how much the sisters were getting paid? God damn. And they I didn't say any of that. I, like, I thought it was more. I feel like I mean, it I definitely would have thought it was more, but no. <laughs> but I mean, shit. <laughs> Well, I need these. We need to see the receipts. Show me the receipts. We need to see the kind of calculations he used because I'm not just going to take his word for it today. All this misinformation. Ain't no link like they do the COVID shit. You can click here to find out the real shit. Ain't no link we can click. A few people actually hit us with the numbers and it was the same. Yeah. Okay, well, never mind. My bad. I'm going to check. I mean, that ain't. Uh, I hate to say it because it's not like $44,000 ain't it's, a lot of money. That's a lot of that's money, but money. it's not as much as we thought it would be. Right. Yes. I yeah. definitely thought they were making a heavier dent, but also that's what they were getting paid per appearance. So right. they and were per toe crack, like To crack their toes, that's, that's <laughs> what they was making. That's crazy. Minimal labor, minimal effort. What a life. Mm-hmm. Like look what how about hard you, them, Dustin? Look how hard them river dancers work on their toes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to get a fraction of that action, okay? <laughs> if even. <laughs> what'd you find in the Twitter streets, Dustin Ross? First of all, I want to give a shout-out to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? They announced their season 12 upcoming uh, antics with the debut of their trailer, which apparently Asante watched and enjoyed. Yes. Now, there is a section of their trailer where newest housewife, Diana Jenkins, who, in a shocking turn of events, happens to be white. You don't meet a lot of white people with <laughs> the last Diana Jenkins. Jenkins. You just knew is they had she... a new black cast member, didn't you, friend? <laughs> but, uh, is she married she... to a black? <laughs> She's married to a happening? white from Europe, from, like, England, I believe. And once they made that connection, you know, Perkins, Jenkins, you know, that means something different <laughs> over there. Okay. Over here, you're going to be on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard <laughs> with a last name like Jenkins. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, 
She is in conversation with Sutton Strack, uh, where she tells her, you need a new villain? Here I am. And everybody, like, really <laughs> acted like it was just, oh, my gosh, you know, she's coming a storm. <laughs> everybody really, like, thought it was a big deal. Shout out to uh, at R-H-O-A of Twirl, who said, okay, y'all giving it too much. We ain't seen shit yet with a picture of on Bertha saying, now get the hell on. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Because we haven't seen anything yet. And I just like that perspective that they offered. Um, you know why everybody acting like that? Because I was looking at that, too. Because mm-hmm. it was cute and devious, but I was just like, wow, like, so much. But it's because Beverly Hills is such a <clears throat> uh, fake Class A franchise that yeah. for her to just outwardly be like, uh, like, yeah, bitch, without saying, yeah, bitch, it was kind of like, ooh. And it was Which just is like, crazy, though, mm-hmm. because I didn't see them hoes throwing the glasses at me. each other. Kim Richards other. now. Hey, yeah, Kim Richards was just Lisa cussed their ass them. out. Kim, Kim Richards had a stiff ran neck, too. these bitches through the ringer. Okay. Yeah, she used to be cussing them out with that, you know, when you got a stiff neck and you can see that that tightness right here. The when they, band. <laughs> yeah, that ostrich <laughs> shit. She had it. She cut, stuck her motherfucking neck up and she would let their ass have it. Pointing her finger, told her bitches. sister she stole her goddamn house. You know, all you of that You stole stuff. my house! So, what? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so I was expecting. I was happy to see Garcelle finally standing up for herself in this trailer when she uh, with that wig. <laughs> yeah, with that with that afro wig on, telling that woman, uh, uh, "I don't need afro to make you look wig. bad. You can do it by yourself." Yeah. What? What sidebar? You want to know a little bit something else? So Garcelle, shout out to her. Her book, "Love Me As I Am," I believe that's what they called it. Came out today. Actually, it was released today. Today's the day you can buy her memoir. Buy it right. So after the trailer came out. Erica Jane is the lady who she was talking to when she said that, you know, you can, I don't need to make you look bad. You can do it on yourself. You can do it on your own. So, well, I guess she was in her feelings or whatever. And she threw Garcelle's book in the trash and like filmed it. It was like, even though you got me blocked, I know you'll see this with, with a lipstick kissy muggy. Now me, I, I mean, <laughs> immediately I was like, well, this is easy. I would have just started saying the bitch couldn't read. You know what I'm saying? I would have sent her that <laughs> Mississippi number you just told uh, the people to call. That's what I would have did. I, and I was hoping, I'm like, Garcelle, please just get on this camera and say, of course she threw it away. She was having technical difficulties, Keep, You know, I like just, <laughs> she could have like really did something, but she, yeah. she just, yeah, she didn't. Anyway, she did. that's what the tweet was. She shines more when there's fun involved. You know, you could tell she's really there for the fun and the camaraderie and she wants to be real. Hence her being right. on the real. But a lot of these women just want to argue and be petty. So for Garcelle, like it's real hard to like tap into that. Let's be a bitch now because she really is trying to like get to the bottom of things. Because we always need that cast member that's going to ask the questions and try to figure out what's going on. As opposed to everyone just keeping up mess and just bullshitting and talking about nothing. Which essentially is the same thing. Asking the questions and seeing what's going on is keeping up mess and talking about nothing. So they both working congruently. And my thing is this. That's why you might as well cuss their ass out and call their kids ugly. Because you don't <laughs> end up in the gutter any damn way so sighting moving on with that uh shout out to hasbula h-a-s-b-u-l-l-a the twitter account is hasbula hive and they said this oh is god the picture, i know exactly the boy. About to show. that's Brand. a grown man okay so he says even dicks <laughs> even disney know how hard my picks are And look at the picture. <laughs> oh! I wonder if he knows this Twitter account exists because it's so funny. 
Wow. That's a good one. I'm impressed. I need to use that on IG. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was very impressive. You know, that's it for the Twitter streets. Also, I'm shout sorry, out to my boy so Shannon funny. Stokes. Um, Shannon is an incredible incredible fashion professional and now he's a he's actually doing written pieces for magazines he's great but phaedra he 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 quoted a tweet where someone had basically celebrated the scene when phaedra was pretending to be confused about her due date when she was pregnant and first introduced us on housewives and shout out to shannon because he gonna say phaedra been a liar since day one and look how he wrote he wrote liar (laughs) (laughs) so shout out to shannon because i felt that shit too shannon i felt that when he (laughs) said Yeah, so silly. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, you know what? I want to take the time before we get started to thank Robert, a listener who sent me a hundred and fifty dollar gift card wow. to New Seasons, which is a local market that we have here in Portland. It was his welcome to Portland. I'm so thankful I caught it. I just happened to go on the friend zone uh, email inbox to grab yeah. something that one of you had been tweeting me about. And I go in there and I was like, you know what, let me look through this. It's been a while since I've been in there. And I'm so happy I caught that. That is so kind, so thoughtful. Yes. I mean, I was shocked too when I saw the amount. Because <laughs> when it's yeah. a gift card, I was like, oh, this is so kind. It said $150. Like, are you kidding? Especially now with the inflation and everything. Yeah. I just thought that was so cool. That was Thank so you. kind. So, so kind. thoughtful. Yes. What an awesome oh. gift to give a tourist too. You must know me well. <laughs> Money right. from groceries. So Shout I had to um, thank you, Robert. That is like honestly really, really cool. And then I saw a lot of emails from people from Portland that had been emailing me for months, just kind of like giving me tips on like black businesses to support. Um, and even just like cool bars, cool restaurants, cool venues with live music, especially live music with black artists. Mm. So thank you guys for that, too. I definitely forwarded all those emails to myself. And as I checked each of those places out, I'll definitely shout you out for putting me on. So thank you guys for welcoming me, welcoming me to the PNW. Still now, so let me sweet. ask you, you said the store that he got it for was called New Seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Is this what I'm thinking? Because if we in Portland, I imagine a grocery store called New Seasons. First of all, is in the black neighborhood, and they have nothing but shelves <laughs> of seasoning salt, onion powder, garlic powder. <laughs> you know, like all garlic salt. You know, all Montreal steak seeds, all the things that nope. you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all called right. New Seasons because they only sell what's in season. Mm. Oh yes. So they have partnerships with the local farmers and you'll only find fruit that is in season, veggies that are in season. Like, that's it. It's really great. Like that restaurant Seasons 52. Is that their concept too? See, well, it's a restaurant and uh, their food that they serve, uh, you know, uh, obviously the meats are always in season, but they always Mm -hmm. choose like vegetables and sides and flavors to complement whatever the seasons are. So they change their Yeah, I fuck with that. Right. Yeah, uh, and it's and some you I don't really it's the beef consider. Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, something you sure. don't really consider because most fruit, whether it looks shitty, tastes shitty, but it be there, you know. But I right. like that they don't play that. They're like, we only want you to get the best of the best when it's out and fresh from the farm. So, thank you to Robert for sending me a gift card from that particular market, which is the one that I go to. So I thought that that was in perfect alignment. Not even find you up in the seasons, okay? Okay. Now you gotta be sharp when you go to there. the store, friend. Okay. Because <laughs> people yeah, when they see you in there, you gotta shades put now. that shit on when you go to the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm from New York. Everybody yeah. laughs at me because I'll be going to the market and still having a cute little look. Mm-hmm, I'm like, where mm-hmm. are you going? Yeah, to New Seasons? 
You gonna step? She gonna step? You already I mean, know. She at the grocery shopping and then we found love shoes. Y'all know she got the <laughs> we found love shoes. Rihanna had on, right? That's a violence. Yeah. <laughs> you are so funny. Oh shit! But let's jump into this week's episode of Sante. You told us to watch Severance in preparation, and I did watch it. And oh my god. <laughs> That's that a, did was you, a motherfucking Did you have a chance show. to watch too? I know it was your birthday. Yes, so I didn't... yes, yes. So I'm familiar. I watched, and I even watched a, um, a review video on YouTube just to like brush up because I do have brain fog over the weekend because, you know, I've been... It's all good. I'm not going to like... Qu- it ain't no quiz. the same school. Yeah. It was just so you can get the general concept of what we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about for the conversation. But if you have any opinions or thoughts on the show itself, uh, please, I would love for you to I share I wouldn't have did it. <laughs> you wouldn't, it is you wouldn't so get good. No. No, fuck no. What? No. You got me completely fucked up. I, I can understand the trauma part. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand, like, in um, what's his name? Mark S.'s case. Mark, mm-hmm. he yep. had suffered such a severe tragedy with, you right. know, losing his right. wife. And I can understand how difficult that must be. I can't imagine being married for hella years and my partner, something happening. Like, I can't imagine just going back to work. <laughs> like, it's going to take a yeah. while. And so I can almost understand the appeal of, like, if I'm, I'm a escaping function. escaping that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If I'm a function, let me sever. So when I'm home, I can process that. But when I'm at work, I'm at work. So, right. I get it in that capacity, but would I fucking do that? No. Hell no. I would just All be in the office this crying. right here, honey. <laughs> this will do it. I, I wish I was on there because I'd have been like, y'all, look. I'd have upped this price. I'd have been like, oh my God. And I'm sure we've all been there low key. Like how many times have you been going through something so crazy that nobody knew about and you just went to work and no one had any idea of the trauma, whether it was something physical, mental, emotional, and no one knew. And you just had to power through and just get your work done. I mean, we've all been there. Fran, Loki felt like the buy-in for, uh, what was it? Wild, wild country. Uh, (laughs) I was like, shoot, I'm about to dad, get separate. I'm about to be farm. with the back one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but for those of you listening that have no idea what we're talking about because you did right. not decide to watch, let me just give you a quick overview of the show uh, called Severance, which is an Apple TV Plus show. It's co-directed by Ben Stiller. Uh, it stars Adam Scott, Patricia Arquette, uh, Zach Cherry's on there. Christopher Walken makes a guest appearance, uh, guest appearances through the season. It's a really, really interesting show and a take on um, these people that work at this company. And these people that work, the people that work there are called innies because while they're at work, it is just their work brains that are turned on. But once they leave work, they become outies, which is, you know, just your original preserved self. And uh, you are your regular self and you've decided to sign up for this service to call severance. And when you get severed, that is why when you go to work, you'll just have your innie at work. And then when you leave work, you're out against to enjoy your regular normal life like you have every day anyway. So one of the problems that I immediately notice when I watch is because the innies, because they are inside at work, they only know that workspace like they don't get to leave. They're only awake when they're at work. So every time they think that they're leaving, they literally come right back in. So they're just working all the time. Like they're just in this Remember office. She was like, how do I know I slept? He was like, mm-hmm. your shoulders, don't they feel a little more relaxed? <laughs> like, no, I don't know. <laughs> Fran is referring to the character Heli, who actually at the start of the series wakes up on a conference room table as part of her orientation because, uh, <laughs> 
let's just let's just run through the ringer, right? Uh, Heli is a person for whatever reason because I don't want to give too many spoilers out in case anyone is interested in watching the entire show all nine episodes have premiered season one is done season two has been picked up so it will be coming back for a second season i advise people As that are interested should, in, based on the first episode that's all i watched but i was good. like oh, this is listen i watched the whole i watched the whole season ben stiller has had me in a chokehold week after week for this because Man, just the listen. concept of being miserable and wanting to have some sort of relief in your life uh even for those hours of work was appealing content. to me and then the <laughs> hell it can be appealing to married people too right <laughs> and then even the hell of being at work and what that's like and what are you even doing what does it all mean there were just so many things and then the design itself and how it looks there's just so many beautiful elements to this show and i just felt like uh even this one piece of uh i just want to talk about one small piece of it just to get it kind of going for people that might look at it and be like maybe not for me but because on this show we've talked about all sorts of random tech things we talked about black mirror um was it elon musk that is trying to come out with that chip anyway yeah it was just like wow we were talking about that chip and how y'all how we were all actually saying hell no we're not gonna get it but watching the chip implemented like this i kind of thought to myself hmm Maybe I could potentially be interested. Wait, really? Tell us more. Because I don't want no memory card. What? No, I don't want no SD card in my asshole. I'm straight. Like, let me. No, thank you. Okay, if anybody uh, from from uh, Severance or Apple TV is listening, you know, I made this little Lumen pitch. Of course, some of it's gonna come from what's already existed. So if I've taken any licenses, excuse me. And if I feel like I'm ex- reciting something new, and it's like uh, that was on the first episode, my bad. And if you like but what you got to say, hi, I'm home. If you like, if you, you know, that's the message you know right there. That's what you, we need to be communicating. You know, yes, I'm trying to. Apple I'm trying to come on as. As Milichek, you know, I'm trying to be like his assistant or, you know, his son on the outside or something. They need or some brother. more black people on that motherfucker anyway. Yes. They and sure do. I, you know, I just, I feel like I would be a great addition. Anyway, here's the pitch. You know, just imagine you, you're sitting there, you're going through something or you're reading a magazine. Uh, however, you're on social media, an ad comes up. All right. So just pretend this is an ad on the show, listeners, and Fran and Dustin. <laughs> Welcome to Lumen Industries. Everyone struggles with managing day-to-day tasks and wishes they had more time to themselves, for their loved ones, or just to do what you care about. It's probably a lot harder constantly thinking about work, the stress of it, knowing all that you'll have to do when you arrive and how long it'll take until you leave. What if I told you that there was a way that you could work and not remember it? You keep all of your personal memories and none of the stress from work. That's right. You just show up and leave. For your well-being, our security, and everyone's happiness, you get to be a better you. Welcome to Lumen Industries. Now. I'm not sold. <laughs> now, that's just, you know, the little cartoon elevator pitch, right? Now, when they put that contract in front of you and tell you that they pay for housing, you get stipends, all that. And if, if that number was a number that you could agree with, you wouldn't even consider it? No. Uh-uh. Oh. You know why? Because what happens if I don't want to work with this company anymore? And I have a company chip like that don't make no sense. It's too much of a commitment. And and how much power you uh, it's like a power of attorney over your brain. Like how much right. power do yeah. they have? Can they turn it off? If they turn it off, what else is it turning off? I just 
I don't right. trust it. Get also, out of my, stay your out of memory, my your ability to remember stuff is like the first way that you can keep yourself safe. That's one. That's one of the and first preserve. ways that you can protect yourself. Yeah. So, like, why in the fuck would I? Ain't a number big enough for me to give over some greedy ass company my ability to fucking remember something. <laughs> That just sounds what like What y'all finna do to me while I'm up in this business? Exactly. Y'all don't want me to remember anyway. What's so... And why is there your company go. so fucking stressful that right. I need to forget this shit any damn way? <laughs> you talking That's about it. a hostile work environment. That's it. Mind you, I've seen this played out in like tons of different sci-fi, right? <laughs> there was this show called uh, Dollhouse. Uh, they used to come on Fox with uh, Eliza Dushku. I feel like I tell you say her last name. Oh, and all these her. other people, right? Uh, basically the premise of dollhouse where these people were, they called it the dollhouse because these people were literally always in this catatonic like state. They signed up for like five years of service and they did not have to remember for the five years, all of the work they did. And so they were literally sold out on like missions to the government, um, pleasure engagements, like all of these different things. It was almost like, uh, pleasure what- engagements. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't want to say. Uh, yeah, I just I felt like that was a classy way of saying, uh, you know, hoeing or hooking or oh, uh, like uh, prostitution, pimping. Yeah, prostitution. Okay. And, um, and and pretty much they were showing how human trafficking could uh, a way human trafficking could work if they presented to you voluntarily, and that was just one example. But in a lot of these, I see that people either deal with some sort of trauma, which is something they were trying to make a theme here with Mark, uh, the main character. Uh, he had to deal with the grief of his wife, or he couldn't handle the grief of his wife, so he decided to sign up for this service to get severed. But um, <coughs> on the show Dollhouse, the young lady was going through some sort of trauma as well, which is why she decided to give uh, five years of her life to this service where she had no idea what they were doing with her body uh, or any of that. And then Mm-mm. even for Mark, you know, he at the end of his work shift, leaves with a Band-Aid and has a gift card on his car windshield. So he didn't actually even know what happened to him, but they still made something up to kind of appease him in the event that he had questions. So you're absolutely right. You have no idea what these people are doing to your body, to your memories, or any of that. So that is a, a, a huge concern, especially in today's market. But I like that all of these conversations come up because these are things that if they were viable, I would, I, if this was a viable service, like... It, <laughs> I try not to watch things like this through the lens of like, don't look up. Did y'all watch that movie by chance? I did, yeah. You know me. Well, (laughs) don't look up, basically, Dustin. um, Social, uh, they're all very social, right? Um, They just look at how ridiculous people are when it comes to like the space race and even showing how there's margin for error. That wasn't a big thread, but showing like they were launching ships in space and then some of them ships, ships were crashing and shit. And it was like, God damn, but realistically... We ain't never been to fucking space. So when this shit does go up, all of this shit could possibly happen this way as opposed to just working because we've been there once or twice, maybe. Speaking uh, of space, you tell me if you know about this, Asante. And Fran, you might as well, too. I keep seeing all these TikToks. Not that I'm on TikTok, but I keep seeing these TikToks being shared of Mm -hmm. this black woman that they said they found on space that had been there for like all these years or whatever, like in this space suit and shit. Yeah, what? I can't remember her name. No, yeah, they I like didn't see that. for real. It's like a like black. She was they stuck found up like a, there. Not like she had made it up there, like in a spaceship or whatever, years ago type <laughs> shit. And it's like all over TikTok. Yeah, I'm Wait, dead but you're serious. Saying, like too. they left her, and then a new <laughs> rocket of people found her. 
like like the like they trying to say the government don't want people to know about it type shit like this black lady they found on space you know what i'm saying what? Like, hell yeah it's all over tiktok you don't know about not this Asante? To look it up. i have not my algorithm has not i want to say it's the content. black mona lisa or either black madonna hold on i'm gonna tell you my exactly tiktok has is, been showing but... me like sugar baby content uh recently Come on, it's, sugar baby content. It's th- this black girl she's like life as a sugar baby or like uh, with my sugar daddy and it's like her and her like Come older through. ass like nigga dancing too and i'm like you know what girl get your money and had all the likes so I was like, go ahead, girl. Be a sugar baby. Pimp this out. Make your money. Make even more on TikTok. Like, go ahead. Maybe it's, black, it's Black Mona Lisa. Hold on. I'm about to tell you right now. But like, I'm going to look that up because I'm confused. They left her? What happened? They, like, found, they found her ass on uh, on space. Black Mona Lisa. Where like, did she just man? make her own ship and go in the dead of right, night? And so no like, one, what? No, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like, Shit, these people are making all these TikTok shows. This is what I'm saying. So y'all want it's all fun and dance when y'all are doing that dumbass <laughs> dance, shuffling side to side across the room. But let's talk about the other TikToks that's on there where they said that they have found this black woman. And there's like a picture of her and everything. Like she had like locks or braids type shit. What I'm is happening? You, I promise you. <laughs> Look it up. How many things come across my TikTok timeline? I'm mm. dead. Watch when we get all the responses. I just wonder if y'all had heard. <laughs> Everybody gonna be heard. like, I can't believe y'all ain't seen that. Right. Uh, but back to Severance, right? Um, it's just interesting because y'all know I'm obsessed with like big industry, and I feel like this is something that could potentially work. Like the chip and all that, I don't actually know where the tech is behind that. But as far as like getting people, because as the show goes on, you find it to be a little bit more devious and people might not be doing this. Uh, they might not be doing this voluntarily. Maybe they are. We don't know. But I feel like there is well, a the sector fact that people, their resignations get denied tells you everything. <laughs> well, listen, you know, oh, you girl. Deny me saying I'm out. I like, hello. And it was what? crazy that it was like you're being denied by yourself like right like when, right right the out the outside version of you is quote unquote the one that denies you but that just yeah. seems like a scam I'm like, like they no. should have done a better job well not not the show because it was uh, everything that the show did was perfect but like for Very us you well know written, outside yeah like that. so this mm-hmm. is not critique on the show at all everything about it is perfect i'm just no, saying I like love the show. in a world for people that wanted more context or whatever right like it just would have been cooler or like in a world where this was actually technology that was being implemented i, I should say people need to do a better job of honing in uh, that it's you like she woke up on a fucking board a conference room table and the fact that Mark had the same experience and he was like when I woke up on the, I woke up on the same table and I, I wanted to I told the voice I was going to murder them when I, as soon as I found him I was like so why hasn't anyone decided to you know put them in a bed or something they play a video of them talking a to more themselves first transition into the office yeah like <laughs> Like, I, hey, I know this is probably weird for you, but I signed up for this thing. So you're me. Uh, I'm broke or I'm unhappy or this is something I want to try because I don't want to think about my family for eight hours out the day. Like whatever reason, explain to your any like, look, bitch, we like we got this job It's paying like this is what we want to do. And then but because this is a devious company, they're trying to hide shit. They're not, not going to have no big line of commun- open communication. This is like working at Walmart corporate, I get. I assume. I've never worked at their corporate. But Sounds like, like being on Jocelyn's cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't remember the trauma when you leave. Unconsciously, though. But here's the thing. I saw, because anytime I'm watching a new show, one of my favorite things to do is to put the show's title into Twitter <laughs> um, or the hashtag and yeah. just see the conversation around it. That's what, I don't know. I just find that interesting. And 
there are people that were like, yo, I would so do this. Like a lot of people were saying on Twitter that they would 1000% if they found a company that they liked that much or were comfortable mm-hmm. with or they had already been working at and this was offered, they would do it. A lot of people were saying it. So I That's feel like, now. and I, I feel like unless I'm <laughs> tripping, but I've seen, I've seen articles where it's already a thing, primarily with um, smart homes, like people ins- inserting chips into their palms so that they can swipe the front door and it opens mm. or any type of cabinets or the water. And it's like a mm-hmm. smart home that's connected mm-hmm. to the chip in your hand. So you can, you don't need keys. You don't need to touch doors, nothing. And that's already a thing. I've seen that on TikTok. I've seen it on YouTube. And I just told you, I seen some people saying they found a black woman on the moon. <laughs> On TikTok, so I believe there's a range of you know what I'm there's saying. There's a lot of things going on. Yeah. Let's see the day Dustin is talking about. <laughs> you know, black women on the moon. I, I just like what? Why? First of all, why am I waking up on a table? All of this should be way more organized. You know what That's I'm saying? That's the part I didn't get. Why does she wake up thrown Everything, like that? I need to be filmed. Like you know what I'm saying? Whatever the transition process is like, that needs to be documented daily. Okay, right. for reference on either side of this here thing. You know what I'm saying? And there needs to be a panic button on this motherfucker. Right. Like, why I can't just go back out? You know what I'm saying? Why do I have to go through a process or whatever? It should be at the <laughs> fuck to me because it's in me. So that's why it's not going to be in me. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not right. with that. I have a hard time. I just got comfortable with ibuprofen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like taking... <laughs> real? You know that's what I'm real. saying? Yeah, you know, so... <laughs> no, I, Listen, when I saw them do that surgery and insert that, that chip in the drill in the skull, I was like, ooh, oh, hell no. Nah. But, like, if it's, like, the smart home skin tag or something, you know what I'm saying? I could do that. <laughs> like, why don't, don't you want to lift the faucet to turn the water on? It is the, the smallest. Some people want to be of, in the future why, How do y'all, y'all just want to stand still? <laughs> you gotta do stuff that's life like I don't understand that I just don't to, to the point where you would be put a chip in you yeah listen some people and, and this is not for everybody that would choose to, to have a chip right but some people are sheep some people need to be controlled they need purpose and it doesn't have to be something they find with themselves like there's I'm a kink for that well, look, some people ain't even connected to that to look, to find a kink or any of that. So they just <laughs> trying to find something and connect. And if they can't, they'll just get connected to somebody else or something, you know? Stand and- up. They need to eat. They need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> no. that was that, that's, that's what you said when Helly woke up on that, on that table. Stand up. <laughs> She's so weak in the knees. Stand up. I couldn't believe she had did that, man. Like, I just, I get that everybody's different, and I'm by no means just saying, like, the way I feel about this is right, but God damn. You know what I'm saying? Your motherfucking brain's going to explode or some shit fucking with all these, these chips and shit. I mean, I've seen it uh, as far as the office space. I have seen it already proposed similar to the skin tag for the smart home, mm-hmm. but it's more so so you can open the doors and the hallways into different offices and you don't need to have a key or a key card. It's just already Because that is just a ridiculous concept. You that know, I've seen with cab. That <laughs> I've seen that. Question. I haven't <laughs> seen um, chips inserted in brains or anything, but I have seen the hand one where it's and just so that for, you can, you can't work. lose that. Yeah, because you can't lose it and once... No one can copy it or steal it or right, use your it's thing. It's already like attached you to you else. and your profile, so it's like 
it's an easier way to control who comes in and out security wise. So I've seen that, but not so, anything yeah, this, in the this brain. Is a, this is a hyped up version of, of like them taking security to the next level. Like, all right, well, right. not only are we giving like you first, you got access, but now you can't take any of that data home with you. So it's like, but I don't even think this is security. I feel like this is straight up exploitation because the fact that you don't know what's happening, that's different. It's never that serious. First, no. first of all, I think we keep glazing over a word that's really important here, which is work, where you work. This ain't even your fucking company. And you compromising your your physical, like your body, your well-being type shit Mm -hmm. for a fucking job. I go flip burgers. It'd be like that, though, for the right price. For the right price, and honestly, the right type of company. Like this company was like, I brought a wild country before. (laughs) I brought a wild, (laughs) wild country before because... This is very cultish. Like these people don't know what they're doing in there, but like for whatever reasons, the innies just have like, like the, their perspective on art and conversation. Like they just have, they're still personalities, even though they're like one or two years old from, you know, just being inside this building. But I thought it was very interesting how it's cultish because they just do the work. Like they're just like, we don't know what this means. We're just going to keep doing it because and they don't just, know what the work is. They have no idea what it is. They don't even know me. what, where any of the other departments are or when they find them, they don't know what they mean. They're not allowed to interact with each other. It was just all very like, <laughs> it was so cool how I just kept rounding about, but it was just kind of like, cool. It made me think about work though. It made me think about sometimes there are all these extra layers at work and sometimes you don't know what they mean because people have different responsibilities or just different fields. Like imagine you working at the cat the cash register so all you doing is, you know, selling shit and taking money, but then there's still somebody that has to do the inventory and you got to come in and do an inventory and shift and you're like, "I don't know like I mean, for some people, it'd be easy to be like, oh, let me just go, I guess, count and figure this shit out. But for other people, it's like, I don't like, what the fuck is this? Like, but even for the person just figuring it out, that may not have any context or clue. They're just taking initiative to do something. They don't know what the work means. They're just going. So I look at severance and especially for you saying people that would find companies that they would want to work at. Like, yeah. imagine you're at a company that's like doing good for the world or the earth. And you think that they're just going to be, it's a greener, better place for the world. And for me, if I saw one of those, (laughs) I'm immediately thinking that they devious any damn way. Okay. But like somebody might feel like that they can contribute and do better and do good. And they feel like they might, they might not be doing so well anyway on their own. So why not just go add themselves to whatever this collective is? And then they need to wake the fuck up. (laughs) Okay, that's what they need to do. Get a clue, because it's never where it's never that serious that you're gonna go. I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable over here, so let me go over here and risk my <laughs> everything I, I got. That don't even make. That's not even a, a equivalent risk. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yes, really. Yes, you can't <laughs> remember like- what happened from nine to five, and you waking up. Listen, <laughs> and then the, he have he had the fucking wound above his eye the other time he came out his knuckles are red remember mm-hmm. like come on now the fuck y'all got me in here doing you know Listen, what I'm he told, he told Helen, hell no like she, she said how do i know i've left he said you know you you know you left because you always choose to come back like there is just so many interesting it, it's like a long it's a, it's one black mirror episode but just like a full season of it and that's why i needed to discuss it because it was just so amazing to me when i think about all the jobs that i've worked and how some of them i didn't care well most of them i didn't give a shit about 
and how hard I worked at those damn jobs. Like, you know, you put your all into that. So it's very stressful when you know that you're the type of person to just go all in when you're into things. But sometimes people go to work just to make money and they're not working towards anything. So if you were actually working towards a goal or something, you might not want to get severed. But if you just want to work and make money and live, I see people just getting severed. Like, well, I you're like home. on autopilot as it is. So this is just a different level of it. This is just a block of time where I get to go make money. I don't have to take any of it with me. I don't even feel that block of time. All I have to do is dress up and show up. And by the time, you know, I go down on the elevator, I feel myself coming right back up and I get to go back home and kick it with my family or work on my art and now have money to travel or do whatever. Like, I feel like if this was something actually feasible, but as I said before, I keep thinking back to don't look up. So I feel like these chips can go in people's heads. And like y'all saying, they might explode or they might go haywire. I don't know. Like with today, I don't know. But if this was an alternate where this actually worked, I would sign up. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I would be right there. Like, if this was something people had been doing, like, we grew up and people just been getting severed, unless there was, like, a Y2K crisis where everybody had seizures or something, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Like, if this was something that had been going for a minute, I'd find me a job to go get severed at. Like, I I'm just never, would. like, <laughs> I, I'm never comfortable being, uh, like, out of control. Like, just not having control over my faculties. I'll put it to you like that. I'm mm-hmm. never comfortable with that. So mm-hmm. there is no way in hell to like, I just would rather be stressed out at work than not know what the fuck I was doing and come home. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, I, I, I just, I would rather go through it. Would but you I see this hang? happening. I see this happening. Yeah. I can see it being very popular. Yes. I don't, I don't think our position in this is common. <laughs> I think the average person would be like, fuck it for the right check. <laughs> You know? It's funny because I feel like most people are probably like, y'all, they're like, oh, hell no. Like, I not don't today. think so. Not when I saw the, the hashtag. I'll check the hashtag on sevens. How many people were like, this Yeah, so you know it. who to block. <laughs> <laughs> me? I'm sorry. I, just block me now. I just, uh-uh. I, I feel like, I, I feel like, I just think that people will go through so much. And if there was that, that opportunity, that right opportunity, people are going to jump at it. But because this technology is not developed <laughs> all the way, I don't, I don't want to, that's why I keep saying I want to do it now. But Fran, you saying that uh, talking about the skin tags, uh, that took me back to people talking about how we've, consume so much plastic as humans now that our bodies are like made of a lot of like some sort of like microplastics or some shit and i was just thinking to myself like wow so the fusions are beginning (laughs) like from the fusions of like the security (laughs) chips to no they talking about k michelle but look so like i um (laughs) and i said it but i um i'm not a person who is intrigued by like the idea of checking out Mm. I'm more of like, what's the solution to this shit? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, if I'm if I have a challenge, if I have a challenge, I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck is on the other? What do I have to do to not have this shit? And where as opposed to, uh, like, I hate this challenge. I just want to check out. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what the difference. Like that, I don't have an like the idea of just simply checking out of something that I still would be aware was going to like be consistently happening. Mm-hmm. I would feel like, well, what's the point of this? You know what I'm saying? Instead, I need to change the action as opposed to just removing the feeling that I don't like. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm yeah. like, ain't no way in hell I would let them shove 
a damn USB up my asshole <laughs> for me to, you know what I'm saying, not remember what's going on at work. Like, I can't, uh Even for, so, you know, Mark, his whole thing was he was dealing with the grief of losing his, uh, or, well, actually, I don't know if they covered that past the first episode. So, spoiler alert, uh, Mark, you know, the whole reason he decided to do this was because he lost someone close to him. So, he, in battling the grief, he lost his job as a professor, and he ended up having to go get severed i guess because the grief was just too much for most of the day so this at least allowed him to cut out part of the day where he didn't have to exist so he can go be lonely and emo for the rest but then they brought in something interesting a little bit later in the season uh his mark's sister um whose name i did not make note of she is pregnant and she goes to a a retreat to where she's having her baby her life she, uh, was very me. <laughs> her, her doula, uh, a doula in the woods in the, the cabin. Wood, the cabin so, in the woods. I was like, okay, this is great. <laughs> so Mark's uh, sister goes to see a doula in the woods, and <laughs> while <laughs> she just couldn't go to sleep, she had to go search for coffee and ended up meeting another pregnant woman. Who later on she discovers this woman actually got severed to ha- uh, to give birth because she didn't want to. I, well, the they don't actually explore why she did it, but I guess she didn't want to remember having to go through the pain or she just didn't want to have to deal with it. But it was just crazy because his sister was talking to this woman a few nights ago, uh, sharing coffee. And then she went and met her in the park and the woman did not remember her. Like after she had the baby, she said, oh, what's the baby's name? And the baby had a different name. And she was like, oh, I thought not whatever. And she was like looking at her crazy. And I just thought it was crazy that they would introduce that. But outside of pregnancy, I guess this would be something they could do for any sort of medical procedure. If you didn't want to have to go through it and it was something traumatic where they had to deal with some stuff, they could, you know, sever you for the procedure and potentially uh, reintegrate. They have that. It's called anesthesia, local anesthesia. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Well, yes, but, you know, anesthesia, and this is, this is even more fucked up now that I'm going down the rabbit hole of this because you're any going through the surgery. Like, let's say they can't give you anesthesia or, because in some cases, the anesthesia might put you to sleep or uh, lower your vessels or whatever. Your blood vessels might uh, get constricted. So this way they can keep you awake, uh, do what they got to do. And I guess you're going to be screaming and yelling or whatever. But then they just unsever you and now, you just on, didn't now, have to remember Sante. any of that. I'm just. On. Come on. Cancer. Like, come on. You know, people having to go get that treatment all the time, that radiation. Like nobody. People hate dealing with chemo. Like some people quit doing it halfway through. Like. It's a very real thing. So if there was something for people to be like, look, you got to do this treatment, go get severed. We're going to get you severed so you can at least get through that and then hopefully get you back to some sort of like health where we can keep you around because fuck cancer. Like, I feel like as Fran is saying that there are more yeses than no's, I feel like I can start to see why there are so many yeses, even though I can also see the no's as I'm going through the yeses. But I just, I see it. I see it for severance. And I, I understand what you mean about, uh, like solving problems, but some people, and maybe I'm just talking about myself, so I'm sorry. I'm not trying to uh, be defensive. Say hi, fuck that. I feel like I get so, and I'm not trying to bring up my shit from this weekend, but I feel like I get so helpless about the world and like bigger issues and losing people in, in ways that you can't even like. Like, did you watch Bad Boys Club this weekend? I did. Mm-hmm. When Kirk Franklin's son was talking about someone being, you know, when people are being mm-hmm. spiritually dead and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's crazy because imagine feeling like him on a scale about people that are are desensitized to half the shit that we, de- or most of the shit we desensitized to. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's like we go through every day knowing that there are all these terrible things happening in the world. But for some people, they feel that, 
like times 10 times 100 out of nowhere and they can't control it. So to be able to just relinquish some of that feeling for some of the time, because let's say when you go to work and even though all you want to do is work, everybody want to come talk to you because you just have that energy where they feel like they can dump on you or everybody wants to give you all of the hard work because they know you'll handle it and you'll keep your mouth shut. Like there are just so many stresses that will come in out of nowhere. And some people don't know how to meditate or uh, uh, work out or fucking redirect or they've tried that so many times and maybe not even not even appropriately they just tried it you know and they just feel like hopeless like it's just another reason or a way for them to feel like fuck i failed this is some bullshit and for a nigga like me i don't want to kill myself i just don't so <laughs> like i well, hate this like, world it almost but I just... feels like a chronic stress yeah so it's like mm-hmm. having to wake up and think about all that different shit all the time like there are people that walk out and they'll see someone homeless on the corner every th- every time they go out and they're like, damn, I know this person. I, I help this person little by little with what I can, if I can, or don't. And they just think about them all the time and they just are taking that home with them or to work with them. And that just wakes up in their relationships out of nowhere. Like people sometimes can be really moody and you don't know why, but that sensitivity, I've met people that are not sensitive at all that have broken down at the randomest of moments. And I have had nothing but love because I'm just like, I get it. Like you haven't had to feel certain things for so long. And now in this moment where you've had to feel this, that shit hurt. And like, I wish I could take that pain from you somehow. Like I, that's how sensitive I am a lot of the time. You know, what's really crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm a really sensitive person. I believe Me, that. Mm-hmm. I'm a really sensitive person emotionally, my nigga. And so because of that, I, um, I just navigate shit in a way that, I am making myself less vulnerable for risk of harm in those ways. Mm -hmm. I don't ever feel like people have, I don't have an expectation of anybody to be aware of a sensitivity I have and handle me differently or anything. Like I just feel like, cause how would you know unless I tell you that you feel me? So I don't expect people to, I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed when people, treat me in ways that don't reflect in being aware of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it's not a personal thing for me. Like that's my, the sensitivity itself is a personal thing for me. And so I manage it, you know what I mean? And so I guess that is why I don't feel overwhelmed with those sort of burdens and stuff. It's just like differences in personality. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like I'm the type of person who doesn't, I just, there's a lot of bad things going on or a lot of things wrong or whatever at once, you know what I'm saying? But I don't ever feel like I just, I just know it's an extraordinary set of circumstances, but I also know that that's just how life works. And so I don't, I'm not, I don't know. I've just often wondered, like, I wonder have I ever like literally been like clinically depressed, you know what I'm saying? And just didn't even realize that that's what the fuck that feeling was classified as or called. I wonder mm-hmm. because I literally like I'm attack sure. shit, attack shit when it's, you know what I'm saying? When it's, I, when I'm not overwhelmed or like by, by the prospect of things being really fucked up in my life. I just know that that means that there's some things that really require my attention in order for me to change so that my life is not fucked up in those ways. And I just keep going. And I've often asked myself, like, I wonder if I have literally been like, motherfucking depressed and didn't even realize that's what was going on. That's crazy. I still don't want no um, three-prong cord up my asshole, you know what I'm saying, from these people, from my job. I'm just saying, you know. Three prongs, Jesus. (laughs) 
friend? I mean, I think for me, I, I, I think a lot of why I can be very withdrawn as a person. Like I'm social, but for the most part, I'm very, I'm very internal. And it's because that's how I self-soothe. Because the trauma, mm-hmm. like you said, Asante, mm-hmm. it's, it can become a feeling of chronic stress. And if it's not one thing, it's another. And then mm-hmm. there's so many levels to it. You have the stress from shit that's gone down in your family. You know, you have the stress of shit that's gone down in relationships, romantic ones. You have the stress of shit that's gone down career-wise and then growing up in New York, shit, just everyday living, <laughs> like even just leaving your house is a chronic stress because you do not know, like we saw today with the train station, you just never know what's going to happen. Right. Living in a in a, a city that dense and full of people that are also on edge and also chronically stressed. And so it almost feels like you're overstimulated and getting it from every single angle possible. And I think that's why I can be very withdrawn because a lot of times I am overstimulated by life. And the only way I can fix that is with solitude or spending a lot of time with myself to kind of regulate the stress. You know, like even in the morning when I wake up, I'll stay in bed for like 30 minutes to an hour, even when I'm awake, just because it's my way to kind of come back. Like you're like, okay. I'm awake. <laughs> I'm back in this reality. So, so you waking up on that boardroom table. <laughs> no, literally, that's what it feels like every morning. It's this like grounding of coming back into this reality and all of what that means. And there is a, a level of like, let me come into my body and try to be ready for the day and whatever this fucking day looks like. Because sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes it's not sustainable. <laughs> sometimes it's the freest, most lovely shit. You just never know. And so I think isolation is how I handle it. You know, like I needed to leave New York because it was like my life was already so stimulating. The outside being that stimulating as well was causing me to feel like overwhelmed. So I'm like, if all this stuff's happening internally, at least let me like have an external that is matching where I'm trying to get on an emotional level, which is ease, you know, something needs to be easeful. If that makes sense. It's almost like my, my new environment is recalibrating my nervous system to what I want to feel, which is not sirens and kids. (laughs) That's just like, I don't want to feel this way. And fist fights and all kind of other shit. (laughs) You know, and getting mugged and robbed. Like I felt bad the other day. My mom, I noticed She's someone who goes on long walks daily. She walks like five miles, just island women shit. And I noticed she hasn't been going on her walks as much. And I asked her what's going on. And she was like, oh, you know, you know, New York is just like really edgy right now, like more than she's ever seen. She was like, she walks here and there's always something happening, fights, people stabbing, mugs, you know, getting mugged, blah, blah, blah. So she's even kind of withdrawn and and staying home more, which made me sad because I'm like, you're getting older. You need to keep moving, you know, stretching, stay young, youthful. So it's just trying to find an environment that will like let you just like feel easeful sometimes, which is why I had to make that big move for me. That's what helped me. See, friend, that's what I love about you, right? Because you're a scientist, you know, (laughs) it's like 
I'm like, you, what's the configuration yeah. that'll bring out need, like the best version of me? Oh, I need to move. Okay, cool. Let's do that. I need a different job. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do that. I need a different partner. Cool. Let's do that. Like, and even with Destiny, okay. like problem solving, <laughs> putting up boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like both of y'all, like there's this there's this alchemy that goes into your person, right? That mm-hmm. just makes you be able to, like, like you said before, personality type, like. Y'all are able to kind of look at things and, I, and, and y'all are able around. to make, make mm-hmm. sense of it, order it, figure out how to like give it time or or say fuck this or whatever, right? Some people just look up and they're like, fuck. <laughs> they can't even it. get to another day. They just say fuck. And I they are immediately too. fucked from that moment <laughs> throughout the entire week, now month, now year. And they just feel like some shit is always happening. And that's why when I look at something like severance, I feel like, they can find someone that has just felt fucked for years or just fucked in that one moment and they'll sign up. And I feel like if it's something where it can be, I, I wanted to just talk about the show and I didn't want to critique it. Cause like I said, it's done so perfectly well, but like if they worked on that onboarding process and um, <laughs> hell, there might even be positions to work for the company and not be severed. So if there was something like that where I could do and kind of see how it works for a little bit and then be like, all right, you know what? Well, uh, Milchick isn't severed, right? Uh, Milchick and uh, Cobell, yeah. Yeah, they weren't severed. Yeah, which th- is so they weren't severed. And so I was thinking they about already stuff black. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> only uh, Milchick is black, but I thought it was crazy that <laughs> they had to work with people that weren't severed. They, they for thought, me, okay, enough. Y'all didn't, you didn't have it hard enough. It's <laughs> okay. You don't Did even you worry imagine? about it. Like we, they they shove this paperwork. They just gone. Just, gone, just gone. he's been through so and much. He's black. They, well, Zach Cherry was never mind. I'm not even about to open this. The way he said box. he's black. <laughs> he's been through so much. He's he's black. Yeah. Uh, I even saw a theory where Milchek might have replaced one of them or took one of their jobs, but. I'm not going to go down that road either. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was, oh, I thought it was a little unfair. I need to go on Reddit. I know those forums are lit. <laughs> man, oh man. Yeah, I'm going to go in there and argue with everybody. I'm going <laughs> to make a fake-ass Reddit account go in there and just troll the fuck out the whole just thread. Just make up a bunch of shit. First of all, all maybe I'll make ass. that my name, first of all, at Reddit. <laughs> and I'll t- I'll t- I'm going to tell y'all what it is, too, so y'all know what comments to look out for, because I don't care. You can't <laughs> oh prove it. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I thought it was unfair that they had people that weren't severed working there. But at the same time, I guess you do have to have some sort of like checks and balances system in case you know the the the, the software go wrong or whatever. But it, it almost felt like well, the evil where... people are never going to do their experiments on themselves. That's what we're for, right? And that's where I started to see more of the... how dirty they did them people on Squid Games. Okay, <laughs> they didn't give they didn't give a fuck about them. That's horrible. Literally, did not give. A We're damn. literal lab rats with these like capitalist experiments. So I'm not surprised at all that Milchick and Cobell Big got pharma. to go home and chill. Now listen, <laughs> if they put that chip in my head and I had to do the squid games, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, well, now see, I thought I was just gonna have pissed. to pissed. That's what you needed. If you if it's ever now. You want to talk about time? Oh, now. You want to talk about time when I was bent over and spread them? Let me tell you something. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Now, now we found to a, save a me from for you to sign game. up. Oh, my God. If now, it's ever we had to be in Squid Games, I might need to be some Severin, okay? Okay. You know what? Boom. Reality TV. 
Because, you know, Squid Games is not far from one of those movies or shows where they show people watching this shit for fun. But this was just about the rich doing it. Um, yeah, I'm talking more about, this, about right? the people getting killed part. That's the part that I <laughs> right. want to forget. Part. Yeah, like that. Uh, <laughs> I think about sorry I just did not want to think about the people getting killed because those scenes were so grotesque on Squid Games it was just like I will always died. think about when it was playing Tug of War and them bodies falling let the bodies hit the and floor. the fact that we didn't I think because we didn't know it was going to be such a dark show like that and so I'm sitting there like okay were they about to play with that doll what <laughs> Stormy turn around and let them have it. (laughs) (laughs) It it was never the same. (laughs) Okay. But I just felt like I wanted to talk about this show because it was so... Like, Ben Stiller has had me in a chokehold for nine weeks straight. And in a world full of bullshit, right? Because I I was just going to say reality TV. Everyone's watching The Ultimatum. I only watched the first episode. Oh, it's so good. I don't want to spoil it. We're going to do it on the I got to watch that. Okay. We're going to okay, do it good. on the binge because I'm doing the next Think show. Think about and that's what any we'll of those dating shows and how traumatic that shit is because the ultimatum, I couldn't, that first episode. We have to talk about it. Like We, we will talk about it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm by just the way, that- sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. And what's that in like two weeks? Yeah, we're going to start uh, recapping the ultimatum, which you know is about oh, to be. Oh my God. I mean, you know what's so crazy? Crazy. I've been seeing I everybody talking wait. about that, and I'm like, if I have time to binge anything, I'm gonna binge that show. So now that mm-hmm. I know we gotta binge it, now I'm we gotta binge, binge it, and it's gonna be That's fun because I cannot crazy. wait to prompt How long are y'all the episodes? on these questions. Like 45? Yeah, they're pretty long. It's like 45 right. minutes, I think. Yeah. All right. I mean, but it's entertaining. Wait. Like you, you want to talk about? What you say? The Do it or else. The ultimatum. <laughs> <laughs> I just. You know what it is? The ultimatum is literally like ready to love, but with white people and way more organized. So it was just for me. I was like, "Well, not ready to love." And they're younger. They all, they all came on babies. These are couples ready to me. love. They're all single, so this is a little bit different. But they, it's just a lot. Ultimatum. I just think to myself, I would never want to be put through a traumatic like experiment, like uh, experience like that with my uh, my partner or uh, someone I want to. Ultimatums are silly. All the all the people I know personally that have given their partners ultimatums to get them to propose or get married have literally the worst marriage. <laughs> like, yeah. it never fails because there's resentment. There's feeling pressured, feeling like they weren't ready. There's always something. Cheating comes, like, always something. It's just not a good way to kick off a marriage, in my opinion. I have witnessed... It not being kick off the most a positive results. It's just kick crazy. off anything. I've had um <laughs> pretty much I'd say ninety percent of the relationships that I had to remove myself one was because I was given ultimatums. Yeah, and I know to that's me right, that just makes me leave because it's like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Why wouldn't you want me to come to these conclusions naturally? Don't naturally. you want me to want you naturally? Like you rather. Lock me in on some fraud shit just so what you can like tell people. I don't get it. And I've had See, people yeah. give me ultimatums with marriage and with kids with and I've left every time. To me, that's Same. my sign to leave. Same. Bye. And and don't Bye. be asking me to meet my mama. 
that's another shit. one. Yeah, because you like, know, them homosexuals who, got that real bad. You don't like, I need to meet your family. I'm not just Hell here for your entertainment. But no. Okay, so. So Dustin said he would get chipped for the Squid Games. Well, yeah, I, but that was I was just more of being coy. <laughs> is there anything is there any type of situation or show or if not work or TV, uh is there any scenario where you feel like you would get chipped? No. Maybe slavery. Um <laughs> right. what else? Depending uh, on where our world goes in the next couple years. <laughs> Maybe I'm escorting. Maybe if I was an escort. I mean, what if you already are in a way chipped? Like, I'm not. I mean, if you think about how we all have our cell phones. <laughs> well, we our always... cell phones are a, a like more lax version of it because all yeah, we do we is tune dead. out. Every, yeah, I ain't chipped. Because you remember they were uh, making the big hoopla before about the microphones being able to listen to you and then yes, how the, uh, the, the facial recognition, how it's taking all those data points yes, and put do. all that info somewhere. So it's like, <laughs> this is just... Uh, yeah, Carrie up- Hilson, 5G, 5G, 5G. Oh. I'm not, you know, I don't, all that scuttlebutt that goes on in the streets, I'm not interested in none of that. I'm more concerned about knowing that I am, I don't have a goddamn nine volt battery up my asshole because of a job that I have. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. That's what I'm more concerned about being I mean, clear on. Carrie Hilson, 5G, 5G, 5G. But why was them phones exploding on the airplane? Like, I just didn't. I didn't like that. Like, I hated the fact. And then every time <laughs> you get like on there, like, that white that man cussing explode. that white woman out on the plane last week <laughs> online. No, why? Y'all didn't see it. He cussed uh-huh. her motherfucking ass. I guess he was on the phone or something cussing. <laughs> it was a, a white man. <laughs> And he was being hella disrespectful, though, for real. And, of course, the conversation surrounding this clip was, you know, oh, why didn't none of the men on the plane say that? They just let him cuss her out like that. But she had obviously called the security or whoever, the flight attendants and all them on him. He cussed her, told her he was going to fuck her up. <laughs> he told her, told her, fuck her uh, whiny-ass, pansy-ass kids. And, uh, just cut cussed her motherfucking ass out you hear me <laughs> to the fuck? point where somebody tagged me and i was like damn they're gonna tag me on uh on instagram like Dustin, i know you're gonna appreciate this good cussing but it was so <laughs> disrespectful i couldn't publicly support it but you know i can say what i want <laughs> over here this our damn show 
When I tell you he had locked into her ass, so he's like, you bitch. He's like, you got your, open your whore mouth. And no. I said so about me went on a goddamn phone. I don't even fuck. He cussed her mother. Cause they was throwing him off the flight. I would have been more. He was from the south. He was like, a, like from the Alabama or some shit oh, like Lord. that. On the on the phone with somebody else and cussed her ass out. And if you listen to this show and you seen that link, tag Asante, not friend, because we don't keep Please her timeline clear. <laughs> and I'm just going, I'm just going to text it to her anyway. So tag Asante. In it. <laughs> Why you? Because so you said me too. I don't want you to see it. Now that you're saying that, I have a question for y'all. Why do y'all always <laughs> send me things and then say, oh "Show this to Dustin." Or show this to Asante. And then I look and y'all follow them too. It's like, why do you send it to me if you want them to see it? Well, I, the worst I, you are a good filter. The worst is, is when you get the yes. worst is when they send it to you in a message or on something. As I'm like, you could have sent this message. To Literally, them. you could have changed the app and said, Hey Dustin. I appreciate it. Thank you. I've never to understood me first. that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally never understood that. Or people would be like, show this to Jade. Okay. Because they know we don't be in the comments like that. That's another this reason why they know. Yeah, no, they know me and Jade be like. sending me DMs like, can you send this to someone? And I'm like, but you follow them. Shout out to my homegirl, Jasmine. I didn't even bring this up. <laughs> she just did this to me the other day. She texted me. She was like, send this to Dustin. And I was like, girl, it's. it's- Eight o'clock right, in the morning. Jasmine, like, do I know her? Hey, Jasmine. Uh, no, I don't think you do, Jasmine Bachelor. But I did want to share what she sent at some point. But because Jade called me early, I threw my phone somewhere. Um, yeah, damn, Jade. I, I told her her new name is Mean of All Means. That's what. Okay. I was like, you so judgmental. Mean of all means. I told her that's her new name. But that Shay, what she do? Said something deplorable to me after that. You should have heard what she said. The things that she has said to me, you should have heard her. You two it's are awful. so fucking funny to me. Well, that does it for the the hot topic good. of this week. I just wanted to yeah. bring that into everyone's awareness. Right. If you want to, mm-hmm. if you would get severed, tell us why. If it's a hell no to you, tell us why. Um, that I show is good. Uh, I don't know if this is a cry for help, but I would get severed in a heartbeat. So <laughs> if you are one of those companies that is implementing it and you can show me some case studies and things of that nature, I might consider it. But if it's on some sorry to bother you shit, then I don't want to have any parts of it at all. Like not even a little bit. Brenda, I told you I, the other time I watched Sorry to Bother You. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish it and that we time. Both were like what the fuck did we just watch? That time I told you I was only like maybe 30 to 45 minutes into it. You finally I finished, finished it the other day. <laughs> we should do it on the binge just no, off the strength no, of how no, kooky no, that fucking movie mm-mm, is. Mm-mm, I need Dustin mm-mm. to watch it too. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I don't even know if you can get Dustin to watch just that. Just the commentary alone, gold. It gold. just... There were certain things that I thought I was going to like about it or I thought I was liking about it and it just kept like... I need to dissect the horse scene with the two of you. (laughs) You know what? Call Latasha. I'm going to call Latasha because I just don't know what... (laughs) I, I I don't get it. I don't get it, and Did I don't know do if I'm supposed to get it. I, don't, I just don't want to watch nobody sexy. fucking no animals. So if y'all, if that's what the horse scene no. is. Tell me now. Mm-mm. No, that's it's not even it. weirder. It's just weird. It's just <laughs> yeah. It ain't even on that. It's just a weird scene. <laughs> the shit is just odd. <laughs> okay, well odd. let's watch it. Oddball. 
Um, like, what is a horse doing here? Like I told you all that time we was in Cancun, we was teenagers, and that cat walked across the pool. My cousin was say, what is a cat? <laughs> you know, you expect to see a iguana, maybe a lid. What is a cat? This fat, this dumb cat had just walked Not past. a dumb cat. We was out there like. That's how this horse felt, or whatever the scene was. Well, where was it at? I in the beauty salon it. or something? No. <laughs> Was it like the Godfather when they woke up with the horse head in the bed? No. Because that means you didn't give somebody wrong as hell. Why is Fran saying no so funny to me right now? The way, no. There better not be no so God church shit with a horse. It's just odd. There's it's like just, nothing we crazy. could have thought of ourselves. Like, That's what it comes down to. And it's to. not like slapstick, ha ha, random crazy. Like, I think, be- you know what it reminded me of? It's Jackass. Like, no, I w- <laughs> that would have made sense, right? Um, Remember when they were shitting on the Random acts of a- flyness. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Random okay. acts of flyness, but with a little Jordan Peele influence. So I don't well, know. That it movie was just- where the lady fell in love with the fish, it's just in that world of just, not sexual, but just it's like, what's happening this, this, right the now? The color of water, yeah, the shape of water. The shape of water. I told y'all I watched that on a flight. <laughs> One night was Octavia Spencer in that? No. Oh. The guy next to me was like, "What in the fuck?" I was like, "I should turn this off." He gonna think I'm watching some bestiality on Delta. Oh I say leave it on so he can turn his motherfucking ass around. Get out my screen anyway, bitch. <laughs> oh shit! But anyway, yes. All right, well. I, I'm just telling you now, if you have us watching it, it's on y'all what I said. I'm not responsible for nothing I said because y'all knew better it. than to put me mm-hmm. in there. <laughs> the ultimatum, not sorry to bother you if we got to vote. No, yeah, we're doing the ultimatum because it's going to be so funny. Yeah. Go mm, uh, episode by episode mm-mm. with that. Ooh. Sign up. Sign up. <laughs> Okay, friend, it is now your turn to shine. Now yeah. let's bring in the wind chimes. So thank I'm you, actually going to change my... Yes, thank you for that, because I'm glad you told us to watch Severed. It's a show that I heard like maybe one or two people mention, but nothing about it really drew me in. And then I'm glad you told us to watch it, because it's definitely up my alley. Like, yes. So I was glued. I was like, I know, oh, Black Mirror, friend, that's why I was like, oh, this Yeah, like fill here. the void. I was like, I'm only going to watch, because you told us to watch the first episode. So I was like, I watched the first, and then it was just glued. I needed to see the next one, the next one, and I ended up finishing the whole shit. Very, very, very good show. I'm excited. Glad you enjoyed That ending was crazy. <laughs> and I'm so Yo. happy for how they set up season two. Like, good shit. Yes. Good <sighs> shit. All right. I actually switched up my my uh, wellness segment because you guys reminded me when I came on the screen, Dustin and Asante were like, woo, to my hair because <laughs> it looks so healthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It even looks like I got it cut again. Um, it but did. It's, it looks right? fresh. It's so dark and shiny and just the curls is just very, very healthy. It's looking really good. And I have to thank Aveda. Uh, they actually sent me a box of a new line that they recently dropped. Um, and it's like a botanical repair. That's what it's called. So it's like plant-based, obviously up my alley. So when I saw the box come in <clears throat> and everyone knows Aveda is known for like, you know, their carefully curated botanical ingredients. It's a right. more expensive hair care line, definitely on the higher end. You know, if you buy their whole sets, it can run you anywhere from like $150, $200, $300. So it's Ooh. up there. 
but look like it's worth it. You're paying, yeah, you're paying for some good ingredients because I haven't used Aveda in a long time. They'll randomly send me like their seed packages. And admittedly, when they sent me this one, I was like, oh, I'll try it, you know, when I get to it. But luckily, I had run out of my hair stuff that week. So I was like, perfect timing. I go ahead and use the whole line. And let me tell you, my hair hasn't looked this good in a long time. Like literally since Mona first cut my hair and the products that she used, that always are bomb because, you know, stylists make your hair look amazing always. So I was so happy with this that I actually went online and bought my own batch of it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so I grabbed mm-hmm. the one they sent me and this one. I even hit, you could ask Crystal and Jade. And I told them like, y'all, you know, cause we all have natural hair. I told them y'all have to try this product. I'm so curious. All of our textures are very different. So I was curious to see uh, what their experience with it would be. But let me tell y'all. So Aveda A-V-E-D-A tends to use like vegan, you know, based products. Like I said, they're very conscious about their packaging, about the ingredients that go into their products. It's Uh, all got oatmeal, right? (laughs) No. No, it's not all oatmeal. That's a vino. A vino. That's a vino you're thinking. Yeah. Okay. Aveda. Yes. Aveda has like the schools and the salons. They're like very high and very professional. So the line that they sent me is called Botanical Repair, and they have the light version and then the rich version. In my mind, that's like thinner hair, more <laughs> more right. coils and curls. Uh, so I used the, the rich, rich one, version. obviously, mm-hmm. and what I used was the Botanical, I'm looking up on their site, the Botanical Repair Strengthening Shampoo, the Strengthening Conditioner, then I used their intensive strength strengthening mask, which is like the deep conditioner. I put that under a, a cap while I showered and just kind of let that sit for like 20 minutes, you know, with the steam of the shower, wash it out. Then I used their botanical repair strengthening leave-in, just kind of finger raked it in. My hair absorbs product really well when my hair is already soaking wet. Mm-hmm. And then I add the product to it. I let it air dry. Sometimes I'll diffuse, but I just wanted to see what it would look like on its own. And then I added the serum. They have a night serum. Yeah. Lay it down, lay it down. <laughs> <laughs> so that I did it at night. Once my hair was like fully dried, I just kind of put the serum on my ends and around the lengths of my hair, especially the top where it gets frizzy around the part. Put my bonnet on. Y'all, when I woke up in the morning, I was like, are you kidding me? My hair was just so lush and soft, yeah. but still really defined, which I think can be hard. You don't want your hair to be too hard, but you want it to be soft and free, but also yeah. really defined. It's like a hard combination to find with natural mm-hmm. hair products, but this is perfect. So like I said, it is pricey. Definitely a more high-end hairline to check out. But if you can do it and it's something that you maybe are trying to repair your hair after years of maybe color damage or just not treating it right or maybe protective styles that were left on for too long. fell all out because of a nigga. (laughs) Or stress, okay? Severance. (laughs) Whatever the case may be. (laughs) Or a bitch. Some cufflink lid and got a hold to your ass. (laughs) It might have been a woman that didn't put you through it. Not cufflink. Yeah. But definitely, I think this is a product that I am telling y'all, I 1000% co-signed. Aveda is not paying me. They literally just sent me products because obviously I'm someone that a lot of these brands just send products, whether it's skin, hair, you know, wellness stuff. Candy. 
this candy, right? <laughs> this is child. Bedroom candy. <laughs> I know you did it. <laughs> Woo, this is a line that I am going to be using for a long time till my hair tells me it's tired of it. It's replacing yeah. everything else I was using because it is perfect. It and looks good. It really does. You see this? Like, mm-hmm. my hair looks so... And this is, like, the third day. So this isn't even, like, fresh, you know, freshly styled. This is a yeah, three-day hair. Good. It looks so good. It I'm do. so happy it's with it. It's that serum, girl. <laughs> it really is. Because I could tell by the way it was, like, parted. I'm like, you, see you, the you shine? got your hair done. <laughs> it's that serum. And when I came on the screen, the first thing the guy said was literally, you got your hair cut. I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's just a new product that I'm trying. So that's a good sign. Definitely check it out. Um, once again, that's Aveda. The website is Aveda.com, A-V-E-D-A.com. They have a lot of product lines to choose from. So if maybe you don't want, you know, botanical repair because your hair doesn't have any damage necessarily, but they have a lot. They have curl-rich lines. They have mm-hmm. something for everybody and your, you know, whatever your particular issues may be. If you want to strengthen it, if you want to grow it out, if you want to make it shinier, whatever the case. So check it out. The botanical repair line is green. Asante's already click clacking over there. I mean, they got everything on here, you know what I'm Literally saying? Literally everything. You know? And they give you a lot of uh, free gifts, too, when you spend, like, over $100. Because, like I said, I bought the line. And it was like I got a free full-size bottle and six sample-size bottles to test out hair care. Oh, wow. And their what samples are big. Bag? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't. They even had a brush if you wanted a brush for free, like the brush, the that. Denman brushes that girls tend to use in the shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so something for everybody. I think that was cool. They have a lot of gifts, and they also had uh, 15% off. I think it was like Welcome 15 if you try that discount. I know that's the one that they sent me once I signed up with my email. So that's it. Just some hair care. I feel like we haven't done a, a hair care wellness segment in a minute because I kind of was just using what I was using for a long time but this is the replacement right here look at that yeah, I mean good. yeah hey friend hey hair care right That's right okay. right so check that out if you're already using it let me know what your thoughts are um, and that's it. That's it for this week's wellness Just segment. In the bag. Back to Asante what you got for us Mr. Music Man. Ooh, child. Well, a lot has happened in music, and I have not been attuned to any of it. So we're just going to get right into the listens lately. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Frank, you know I love you so much. That's why I'm always in your business. And I want to know what you have been listening to lately, because I know you'd be over there jamming, vibing, doing the whole nine. What you was listening to while you made your charcuterie board this time? (laughs) So... Oh yeah! Now that he sent me one hundred fifty dollars to go to New York, okay. I get more cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Kenyon Dixon and D Smoke Ooh, yes. dropped a song called Indeed. "Get High, Get By" that I thought was really good. Uh, this is how it goes. Where all these bills come from? I need my money, nigga. Been going down at the ground. I ain't stop running, nigga. I need a break. Try to wait, they say it's coming, nigga. Hold on, been too long. Still feeling I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Up in arms, running wild. And all they say is hope. So everything will turn around. Wow, another day, another dollar to make. 
spent all my time and money making mistakes. Now I'm behind a piece of mind, I just might run away. Life ain't always that perfect, what we decide. Some days it takes a little more to survive. So we just drink and get high. It kind of falls in line with the severance conversation. They're like, get high, get by. <laughs> he's talking about bills and just how hard life is. How he's just trying to get by. So I thought that was a good record. I'm a, a huge fan of Kenyon Dixon. Definitely should check yeah. out his music if you haven't. Uh, Dixon is spelled D-I-X-O-N. Just his discography, his writing. He's worked a lot his with lives. Alex Isley and PJ Morton. And they just make good ass music. And that um, voice, them pipes. And the, just his melodies and, out, and yes. how he stacks his harmonies. He's just so dope. And shout out to D Smoke, too, because he won that, uh, yes, that Netflix always. show and he's still out here working. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know, some people. D Smoke was um, on Bel Air, too. He was? Uh-huh. Oh, that's so dope. <laughs> he's in a scene on Bel Air and shit. I was like, that's D Smoke. <laughs> Um, Sid put out a new album, y'all. Yes. We love yeah. Sid around dope. here. It's called The Broken Hearts Club. I don't even know what song to play because I really do like the project as a whole. I've always been a fan of Sid's uh, voice and melodies. For sure. But I think I'm going to play Right Track featuring Smino. Sid is spelled S-Y-D if you happen to be unfamiliar. And that album's called Broken Hearts Club. Right Track. This is how it goes. Baby, I'm going to need your trust If we're going to be in love Reaching you and me in love I just want to see your love Tell me if it's all too much Cause we don't really need to rush I think you could be the one I think you and me could start, yeah Feel like we're on the right track Keep it up, you keep me coming right back, yeah I might be trying to wipe that, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you should stay the night Promise it'll change your life Call it giving thanks for life Only we can make a life Say I gotta do you right, girl You ain't gotta tell me twice I'm not be your type You just had to realize that Seems like we're on the right track Keep it up Just a nice little upbeat track, right? Now that yeah, the weather's yes. getting nice that's a song you can play <clears throat> in your car, which I've gotten to. Now I can play hey, songs. <laughs> we got Not riding tunes. I can play one or two, you know. We getting there. Now you've been riding, friend. Okay. You hear me with music? Bobbing and sing. I can see you like, Maybe we can spend the night. <laughs> you see yes. me, right? I can see you, friend. Uh-huh. Now I just got into the point where I can lower the window and play music. I'm almost there. You're almost there. there. One right. at a time. Start start practicing with them back windows. <laughs> that way you know it's the air in your face and the noise. Oh, okay. it's like just a right. little. <laughs> uh, but those are my two for this week. All right, Dustin Ross, what you been over there vibing and jamming to all birthday weekend? I'm gonna throw it back. Shout out to Josh J. Um, he play, yeah, he uh, posted Josh this J. song on Twitter the other day, and I forgot how beautiful of a song this is. This is um, "Getting Old" by Black. Showing you I love you, cause going out is getting old. I'ma make breakfast, going out is getting old. Oh. 
Song. Also, this has been my shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shout out nice to LVRN. Hell yeah. Um, also, I love this. This is probably my favorite song right now London by B and J. Cole. Oh, I did hear Shout that. Shout Shop at the mall, shop at the Prada, shop at the store, shop in the drop and stop at Dior. Louis Vuitton, cover my toes, throw my trousers, look at my bricks, these are my tennis, look at my shoes, look at my shoes. Come hot socks and sandals, men's outside in crocs and shambles. Please quick talk, no rambles. Soon as they send they bread, I cancel. I like to tangle, twist and entangle, testing the angles. Up in the bank though, I got the singles. You with the same hoes, I like the bankroll. Pricey, 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 he wanna fuck us, I'm icy. He never met no one like me. It's pretty funny how now they all like me, in it? This ain't running. Straight from the plane, I'm boarded. Maybe you can't afford it. I'm Look at my tits. These are my tits. Look at my tits. These are my tits. <laughs> Whatever she was saying. The, I love London. London is a jam. That's a hard ass yes. song. That was a fun track. And you know what? I'm happy that, that Cole is having mm-hmm. more fun with his features. Because remember when yeah. he jumped on Come and Chill with Miguel, it was like a little intense for that record. So I think he's learned to let go. Like, I'm going to just have fun with it. <laughs> I loved his feature too, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have fun today. <laughs> shout, shout out to both of them. Shout out to uh, Bia and her cold feature and her hot in track in, in London. <laughs> that track goes... Yeah, bitch to the mall, shop at Dior, shop at the store. She just be like relentless on the track. I love that. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. one more song that I do want to play. I don't even care oh, because play that shit. <laughs> this has been like another shit. song that I've been hearing all weekend, and I really want to show it. It is by Lil Baby. Hey, and it is called Right On. <laughs> Jacob, ATL, Jacob. Slide my rose race through the hood, that thing look good like right on. Get your own to learn your hair done when you want from now on. Tell the police don't do nothing, I've been selling these songs. Ain't put no cap inside my rap, ain't too much lean, y'all. My little younger really sly, listen, shite all day. Everybody in the supercharge, I know we getting away. She want me to creep inside of who I stand on face. I don't like to go too many places, I rent then I Get a hotel for a year straight, ain't no pillow where I stay. I know my shit. So I just wanted I to play that. It. It's 
speaking of Pooh Shiesty, because he said something about Shiesty, Lil Duval uh, posted this clip. I should have put this in my tweets of the week, but Lil Duval tweeted like, damn, why Pooh Shiesty mama tried to steal my joint? And they was backstage. (laughs) (laughs) They was backstage at some shit, and he he hugged her and shit, and she hit his joint, and then she went to talk to somebody else, and she still had a joint. She's like, hey, it's Lil Duval. He's like, hey. Damn, you God damn. Yeah, he like, mama. my shit. And he tweeted like, Pooh Shiesty mama tried to steal my joint. Hell no. I'm like, <laughs> so you got to see it. So yeah, his mama that's really it for me this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Compton artist Buddy dropped a project. I feel oh, like I'm echoing. Buddy is good. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Uh, Buddy. Uh, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, Buddy had dropped a project called Super Ghetto. I love it. I'm going to play the title track, which is the last track on the project, and it's called Super Ghetto. Hence it being the title track. Feeling like I want more. Yeah. Mm. Never forget how it felt. Remember it so well. Everything's not perfect. I've been couch surfing, sleeping at the homie house since I moved out. Plus a nigga not working. No gas with my broke gas, trying to get high and write raps. Mom and dad divorcing, going through their own shit, struggling to keep a roof over our heads. House foreclosure, feeling like the world's over. Can't wait till this bullshit blows over. Not sober, young nigga got older, heart colder, feeling like I want more. Give me some. Turn me up. Feeling like I want more. Yeah. Never forget how it felt. I love Buddy's vibe. Um, he's got that more up and shit. It's all good. chip. The I whole let thing it rock and dope. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Oh, That's dope. Buddy. Uh, of course, he has a song with Tanache as he was on Tanache's song. So shout out to Buddy. Um, I always give him a spin. He's always got something cool going on. Another artist. A new artist that I've discovered, uh, LA-based Nigerian American singer-songwriter, uh, OG. OGI is the spelling, so it might be something else, but OG, I'm assuming. Uh, From basketball wise, she not rapping. Oh no, no, and I, I, that's why I just not that one. Okay, this is O. Her, this one's hers. OG. <laughs> Wait, is that the one that Evelyn was like? Yeah, <laughs> I got good credit. I got kids. I got good push. She started pad doing the. Patty Pooh, Evelyn Patty Poom Poom. Evelyn tell OG she no, got Poom Poom. OG say no, oh no, uh, Chad don't want your Poom Poom because the child want OJ Poom Poom. <laughs> Shout that's out to story. Spice. I love Spice. That's my favorite. That's, that's what the fuck She's I should have played this week. I love that Poom Poom song by Spice. And that's going to be her uh, next Grammy nomination. Word to Spice for being Grammy Amazing video. Um, poom Poom. Well, even though I walked all up and through that, I wish I was severed so I'd have to experience it. Not the OG I was talking about. This Put the chip in a, your poom poom, you know, remember poom poom. Next I thing wish. you know, your yep. auntie poom poom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. That's right. I hate y'all so much. Yep. Put put the chip in the poom poom. Is that too... it's a story. Uh, it's a story. <laughs> Is that too graphic Damn, for Damn, I want to name that. What's her name? Patricia, Patricia Arquette, sit down there, poom poom. Anything that poom poom is not going to work. That's the, that's the beauty we and the problem. Let's name it Chip and the Poom <laughs> Chip and Poom Poom. Let's name chip it, please. Poom. Let's just name it CPP and people will know that's what it means. Chip Poom Poom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Apple TV will never discover me with the CPP. <laughs> Apple shit. TV pay been still at four. Hey, poom poom. Been still at four. Right. So I can't the poom poom. The poom poom. Watch a sante. The poom poom. Now the sante. What's the service? Poom poom. Please drop the more ah. <laughs> I hate that I have to keep going because it's just going to be more oh, after this. Face. So bear with me as I attempt to make it right. So OG again, <laughs> her name is spelled OGI in case you're interested in li- looking up this artist to hear her song. The name, the song is called I Got It. It was released last month as well. And it's a cute little vibe. Here we are. All these blessings falling in my lap like I'm a grandpa. All this money I can swim in it. There's a place I did a fame with it, though. Like us niggas had themselves to blame, now I'm happy. Yeah, you want a holler from this Niger from the Delta. Did you want more flavor in the game? Yeah, you're welcome. My levels done change, I ain't the same, and it's seldom. Anybody coming at my name, I'm too well done. Yo, yeah. Jeez, look at the cheese, look at the ice, look at the So yeah, she got it. Uh, she's on the road with Snow Allegra and Amalu. That was good. If you want to check her out again, her name is OG OGI. If I'm saying it wrong, someone please correct me. I want to hear more. Uh, she's beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, there are visuals as well on YouTube. So go check her out. Show her some love. Tell her that the friends don't sent you. And apologies if it's something you know more stylized. Because I know sometimes the girls like to do something extra, and I just be missing the mark. So um, speaking of the girls doing something extra. The last, uh, the last artist that I want to play, this young girl group uh, came across my YouTube, and I didn't know what I was going to get into, but I was pleasantly surprised, and I enjoyed myself. And honestly, they remind me of Star <laughs> and Jonte Ooh, Austin. I wonder if I know who you about to play. They from the UK? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think because I was about to say their name first, right? Because... <laughs> um... Shout out to Ty, our editor. He tagged me in the video and was like, I think you would like this. I was like, oh, shit, look, this old school girl group vibe, you know, very star for sure. Very, very star. Um, this girl group, their name is Flo. Um, they have mm-hmm. a song called That's Cardboard cool. Box. And they got a cute little visual for it. And they just three young women out here. I feel like this is their first single. I was looking at their social media. It seemed fairly new from the post. Um, there was a clip of them singing. The girls can sing. And the song and is dance. cute. Mm-hmm. And they can dance too. So, you know, young girl group, show them some love. See how far they go. And let's not be divisive. I feel like I have to say that now, you know, right at the top when we starting off with girl group. So somebody don't go, oh, well, I see this. And this was going to be my favorite. Let's just let all the girls do the work and then develop and grow and go from there. So here we are at the start with Cardboard Box. I got a confession. I don't think I want you anymore. There's no room for questions. I saw panties on the bathroom floor. Been pulling up with this for far too long. You ain't gonna change, boy. What's the point in stringing me? I know we're done for real.
so you know cute little diddy bob Super great cute. intro um the first young woman singing that was star <laughs> when you watch the video you you'll definitely see who's who and they literally like i was like this is like it's like star for real like so i was about that but, scene from love and hip-hop hollywood remember when ray j brought tiara marie her shit and that cardboard no. box <laughs> damn tiara had it hard on there she did and ray j has she just did. been doing a lot she had it really hard on that show. I mean, whole, she too. really like, did. Talk wow. about a pinata. Whew. Anyway, uh, speaking of pinatas and back to the cardboard boxes, uh, that girl group, again, their name is Flo, F-L-O. They have a visual out on YouTube. Uh, you can find them from there to their social media. So you can get to know these young ladies if you want to find somebody cute to know and grow with. And I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I want to see where we go. A lot of stuff happened. We didn't talk about it. I'm so sorry. Uh, Chloe dropped her music video and her song. Oh, finally, it went off. Uh, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I'm forgetting people and things, but it's the Music Man segment. There's so much music. So tell us down below what songs uh, uh, or what things that you wanted to talk about. Oh, and shout out to City Girls. And shout out to all the female rappers that are about to go in on drill music. Because I I'm just got that, my hair did to shit on hoes like it's a hobby. Every bitch that hate on me got an ugly face and a botch body. I ain't going there. That's an op party. She a bad. Bad bitch, she a black Barbie. That's the shit. JT went yes. the fuck in on that song, nigga. I have been I love, I love the women jumping on the drill now. Yeah, I feel like I told that y'all was long I've been away. living for like the UK girls. The UK girls have been doing the drill music for a minute, but they still UK, so there's like a little bit of a disconnect. So here are our girls, like <laughs> no, especially <laughs> in it, um, especially like you know Bro. JT and Carisha go off on some drill. It was hot. I actually want to hear more. It would be amazing if they did like a whole little drill mixtape or just just some shit. I don't know. I don't know what it would look like, but more initially I was really yeah. irritated. If I'm being honest, like that's. My my song now look they get ready to come get me for an unpopular opinion <laughs> but i'm telling you initially like i was like i was cringing at first i'm like why are they rapping on a drill beat this is so dumb and then <laughs> really the way they why? was like laughing and smiling doing the dance this. outside it just looked i got landon romano vibes and i was just really like this, mm, this is like fake you know what i'm saying it's fake right so but then I listened to it more. Of course, I love the city girls. I love them with all my heart. So, you know, I love all the shit they do anyway in general. And once I started getting mm -hmm. into, like, you know, their verses and shit, mm -hmm. I just started having a good time with it. And now it's my shit. So They I looked like they me. were having a good time with it yes, when I first yeah. watched. So that's what, that was what sold me, like, like right off rip like they were just they just looked like they were having fun and they were on the track killing it and what sold City me was Girls. that black uh puffer and them gloves that Fabio had on i was like damn oh, i want that yeah <laughs> that black yeah. puffer with them gloves was fresh as hell yeah Fabio but, looked know. fresh yes and didn't but cardi yeah. drop a drill record too it's coming. It's, it's not coming. out yet but it's they coming they dropped yeah. the, the promo and like teasers yeah i'm i'm down i love it i'm here for it me too. You seen Katie got bands cussing uh, Asian the Asian dial the fuck I out. I did. Oh, damn, who, another one that always has it hard. Because who they started was what? So yeah. I like Katie got bands. Cardi B said that's the first bitch she heard. That's what she's her words, not mine. She said first bitch I ever heard do drill music was mm -hmm. Katie got bands and Katie like and Asian dial. You know, so it's it's getting hot now. That's the kind of rap beef I get behind. It ain't over nothing stupid. This is this is the sport the element of music. rap music mm -hmm. that I love. Like so, I'm with it. Let's go. All right, Who well, y'all think go. should jump in to the drill sound? With I, I would like to see Dochi. I feel like well, Dochi can do anything. Yeah, yeah, she's so cold. We should have mentioned her. Yeah, oh, yeah we should have mentioned Crazy. Yeah, that video. Uh, visual. 
Yeah. Share so the video. Don't you gave us back to back visuals? Like honestly, they're both well. I was gonna say honestly, there's a lot that you can go back to, but those two definitely for sure back to back. She has given us super super hot tracks with persuasive and crazy, like and super yeah. hot visuals to go with both of them. And performances, she was performing uh, crazy somewhere, and that shit looks super fucking hot. I was like, damn. Because now she has um, TDE backing her up, so she got yep. the resources to really pull those visions she got, which is yep. just gonna set her apart. Because she yep. already looks different, you know. She ain't fucking sure, with like the typical rap looks. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love her. Yeah. I like totally. Dochi. Much love to Dochi. Sure. Uh, that does it for this week's Music Man segment. Again, leave your comments and extra things down below. Dustin Ross, what have you been watching over there on TV Land outside of Severance? <laughs> um, okay, so make sure you guys are tuning in on Sundays at 9 p.m. to Candy and the Gang on Bravo. Oh, Feel Good yeah. Family Show. I'm going to continue to push it because I really want to make sure you I guys need watch, to, it. I need to watch it. Uh, very Feel Good Family Show, very diverse cast, but not in your face with it. Just It's just a good, feel good black show that you guys should really support because we want it to grow and for season after season after season. We want this show to be around. So let's make sure yes. we're watching it on Bravo on Sunday nights. Um, also, what else does I watch that I said I want to talk about on here? Candy on the Like, what else is out? Yes, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Make sure you're watching that. Um, I do not like Tiffany and Lou. Um, and that's all I have to say. I'm not even going to qualify. <laughs> I don't period. like that. Ass. Period. And another thing I'm going to say, I'll go into detail about this. She came in guns blazing, though, in that new season. I was like, <laughs> well, she she Fran made her is, presence known. <laughs> Fran has caught completely up on Love and Mary Chantzville. I'm like really there You all the way it. up? <laughs> I got sucked in because I think yes. I'm just stunned at these men. I am stunned Yo, at the audacity. There's a part You've of never me that's seen like, anything like Martell, have you? There's nothing. Martell is a one of a kind piece of shit. I have Martell, never seen. No, Martell and Marcel to me yes. are like, I have Both never... As crazy as the men that I have come across in my personal experience that is just like legendary crazy, where you're like, wow, you exist. They are not even. Ain't nothing like that good Southern baked crazy. Holy shit. The way that they just write their own narratives on shit, remember shit differently, decide when shit is true or not. Like, what? Not to mention Marcel just being fucking nuts. Just (laughs) his. His uh perspective on marriage and women is just so tired and strange. He don't want to do shit. He got one. Well, that's and does so he much. actually work? That's yeah. the interesting part for someone that has so much to say. He's always in bed. You notice that? <laughs> <laughs> he always right. laying down. He reminds me of my grandpa who always talks about hard work, and then I'm like, "Well, you always laying down." <laughs> And wasn't that where he told the T-shirt her family came from the other side of the tracks? Wasn't he in the bed when he said that yeah, he was her? in the bed. He always in the bed. <laughs> Noticed it now. I was like, it's damn, he told her, you know, y'all from the other, you know, the other side of the track. <laughs> that's what she was like, what the fuck you mean? My family from the other side of the track. <laughs> Shit, you know what I'm saying? And they just wanted to come in. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that she'd be like, yeah, With what the boots. fuck you mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm her mama. And I 
I am not going. She be, she be all in the middle of the mix. I'll just never get over when he laughed at her for uh, getting her degree. He was like, oh, I thought that was, you know, just for, for fun. fun. Like, it was like, what? For fun. So like, look, so I recorded warning signs before we did this show today. Uh-huh. But the the um, the camera stopped recording during the file. And then I mm-hmm. picked it back up and finished the tape. But the file is corrupted. So I got to reshoot the show. But I was talking about Bad Boys LA on warning signs this week. Ooh. And so if you're not subscribed to our Patreon, subscribe to it because I go in a deep dive or I'm going to go in a deep dive at this point um, about the way that Moolah and Curtis have pissed me the fuck off. Moolah. And if you watch the show, yeah, that's just how dumb that sounds. He's that dumb. And and it's so stupid and irritating because it's so unnecessary. He doesn't even have to do the things that he's doing. He just refuses to come up off of this one hill that he just wants to die on apparently and i'm just so frustrated mm. so i'm gonna tell y'all about it want to hear so it here it go well there it go actually because it's gonna be over on patreon <laughs> so make sure you subscribe to patreon.com slash the friends on podcast so we can talk about bad boys la what i will share with you here is that um the good people at tgif shout out to my girl claudia jordan um funky dineva Hi, my homeboy claudia. quentin funky. and al reynolds they um they are they interviewed Lemmy Plummer, the CEO Which, oh, of I Zeus. Oh, I saw the clip that Funky posted on his IG, and I was like, "What? It is got happening? hot." It's a great, but what I love most about it, at the end of the day, Quentin and Lemmy are smart. So you had two smart black men having a very intellectual. It was a very spirited intellectual debate, but it was an intellectual debate nonetheless about the way that. Quentin perceived some of the content on on Lemuel's network mm-hmm. and and Lemmy defended that and defined defined his audience's perspectives. It just was good as fuck. They're smart yeah. as hell and watching them have this conversation in that space although it did get spirited, it was literally a spirited debate. Right. So it's mm-hmm. something good and interesting to watch just for the sport merely merely of watching them go back and forth is good. So yeah. watch and, that. And honestly outside of the mess like it made me go look at some of his other content on the platform. And yeah. he actually has, he does have a lot of other like short form content, long form content. There's like a lot of stuff on there. Um, so it would Zeus? be kind of dope to see them come together. Yeah, Zeus. So it would be dope to see, uh, let me be like, you know what? You have things to say about our content. How about you bring some content over here and, you know, you can get a piece of this revenue share that I'm talking about. And then you can see why I do these opportunities and like open doors for each other and really make it hot. So I, that's the challenge that I give to Lemmy who wants to challenge uh, you know, TGIF and, and their brand as well. Like, I feel like if we really want to come together, that would be a beautiful thing to see because Zeus does have a lot going on and there is a lot of different perspective outside of, you know, the mess. There are a lot of like lessons to be learned. Like even what I brought up to Dustin earlier about what Carrion said about people being spiritually dead. Like there are so many threads along the way on these reality shows. And then there are some comedy shows on the side. Like there are so many things there. So yeah, next it, week it looked like Milan going to whoop his ass or at least starting to do it. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Yeah. That Shout out to time. you, Milan. Cause it's, it's time. Y'all didn't defend <laughs> carry on last week for nothing. Carry on is a bumbling fool. Yeah, and, and, and we, y'all on? still hell. Yeah. And they, they defended him as they should have because the people that I'm going to talk about on Patreon were giving him a hard time about something that it literally was not their place to. And no matter how wild and weird and stupid carry on is y'all ain't about to do him like that. Cause that's wrong. And I was proud of my line for standing up in the gap like that for carry on, which was really a battle that carry on should have fought himself. 
to be honest with you. But somebody had to say something. And Milan stepped in the gap. And shout out to the boy Anthony for stepping in the gap too. Mm-hmm. Finally keeping it real like, hold up, fuck that. Y'all ain't finna do that shit. And y'all actually some whole ass niggas for trying to do that to him. I was upset because immediately after, carry on then flips it on them as if that I didn't ask them to do that. Well, nigga, you needed to. The way these niggas rolling you like dice on this show, what's wrong with you? Stand up! <laughs> you have to tell them. So, you know, it just gets, it goes there, but Need nonetheless, nonetheless, it's worth watching. And mm-hmm. also make sure you go on YouTube to the Fox Soul YouTube channel and watch the full conversation. Um, it's one thing to watch the clips that these people share, but to have the right. actual context, and it's only like 15 minutes. Y'all got the time. Watch that video so you can see the full conversation and really have a perspective that's informed because I tell you what, that's one thing Quentin and Lemmy Plummer both had informed perspectives in that conversation and it made for a great conversation. So watch that and that's it for TV land. I'm done with the shit. Get the hell on. If Zeus looking for content, I would love to make some content over at Zeus and figure out what that revenue looking like too. Now I'm just saying, oh, throw you know, it that's out a, there. That'd be that's cool a platform people pay out, right out of pocket for. You know what I'm saying? Direct access. So the numbers is looking right, then that could be something. <laughs> some I would like game to get shows. Part. You got to bring right? some game you know, shows to the black game shows to the. Platform. They've got room for things over there, and mm-hmm. I'm just saying. That'd be cute. <clears throat> but yeah, well, that's it. Okay, that's it for us. Make sure to check us out on Patreon so you can see the newest episode of ETA, which is Asante show that went up. I saw that he was talking about his plants today. That's right. I got some plants. <laughs> I'm a plant. Please go watch a and plant. leave me tips. I love Please it. help me. I don't want them to die. They cost <laughs> money and I just need to know that they are being appropriately lighted and I still got to get the watering system down. You know, they're digging into the dirt and I just need to figure all that out. Right, we're wrapping up our recap of Abbott Elementary's first season, which Asante has been hosting. And then Dustin, of course, has warning signs where he is talking about the boy. What is the show called? Boys of what? Bad Boys LA. Bad Boys LA. Definitely check that out. And I'm and really I'm- over the bullshit. Sorry, Fran, but it no, just, I'm over the bullshit with these white <laughs> boys like William the Baddest and the Dylan Boy and dumbass Landon Romano. I'm They're over on it. There? No, well, they are. Oh, Lando Romano like, isn't, what? but that whole stick of acting like a black girl is really oh, offensive to oh, me. Yeah. And I'm because yeah, I'm, so I'm just awful. completely over it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Go ahead. Just super tired. And then um, next week, I'll have an, an episode of The Woo that is featuring Shameless Maya. She was actually Yay. my first guest Maya. last year. And so she's going to be my one year celebration <laughs> of our Patreon of That's The Woo. Cute. She's going to come back because when she came on last time, she was only a couple months pregnant. She had just found out. And now... Saga's here and she has a lot to say about trying to be a creative, a mama, a wife and just living in Sweden. Like, what's that like now that she's been there over a year? So we're going to get into all of that. Um, Wow, it is pouring out here. (laughs) I'm like looking outside like Jesus Christ. But definitely uh, sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. There's content on there Tuesday through Friday every week. And of course, we do our live streams at the end of every month as well, where we hang out with you for an hour with a special guest that's usually one of our ratchet friends. So we love you so much. Thank you for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.